Before I get started today, I just want to take a moment to give a quick shout out to the creators of Anchor.fm. Let me tell you about this app really quick, y'all. Anchor is a free, remember what I said in my first episode, it is free 99. It is a free app where you can record, edit, and distribute your podcast. Um, Anchor does the grunt work of getting your podcast distributed to multiple platforms. Um, not only can your podcast be heard right here on the Anchor app, it can also be heard heard across apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, and so many more. So I just want to give a quick, quick shout out and a grateful thank you to the creators of the Anchor app for allowing small podcasters like myself to have an opportunity to be able to not only be heard and to monetize your platforms with no minimum listenership, but also just giving us um, kind of a very simplistic way of learning how to do podcasts like you don't have to be a professional you don't have to go to school for journalism or any of that and you can literally have professional quality sounding podcasts so thank you so much once again anchor for allowing me this opportunity and now let's move on with the episode Good morning, y'all. Ooh, happy Thursday. Today, I'm going, oh, I sound disgusting. Okay, so let's just, first and foremost, excuse the way I sound. I'm a little stuffed up. But I promise y'all, I feel better. Like, I hate the fact that I've had this, like, little cough for a week. But whatever, we gon' we gonna move it along and act like everything is everything. So today I wanna talk about being a single parent in 2020. It's not something I saw myself talking about um when I thought about having kids. Cause I didn't want to be a single parent. Nobody really wants to be a single parent. But things happen. You know, sometimes you either think you're going to end up with somebody and things just don't work out. You find out you weren't really meant for each other or y'all never really was together and, you know, fucked around and then nigga caught you slipping and you got caught up. And that's kind of what happened to me, to be honest. Like I was just living my life, trying to get myself together. Supposed to be an auntie. I was supposed to be an auntie, a big cousin. I was supposed to be the one where everybody dropped their kids off at my house, so we could play together. And I get up a little, you know, like Halloween and shit like that. You know, get a parents a break every night, every nine again, and I still get to give them back. That's what I was supposed to be. I wasn't supposed to be having a kid all the goddamn time. And the baby calling me mama and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that wasn't supposed to be me. But I love my baby. Like, effortlessly. I love her so much. But. 
few points that I want to make. Well, let me just tell y'all a little bit about my story. Just a little bit. Um, I'm not going to go into a whole lot of details just because, um, you know, like personal things. I don't want to put certain things out there. But anyway, um, first of all, I think it's weird that we have gotten so used to people having babies like really, really young that when somebody like me, I was 25 when I got pregnant and 25 is still young. But motherfuckers was calling me old, okay, when they found out I was pregnant. Like, I had one lady call me an old lady when I announced that I was pregnant. Um, somebody else was like, oh, you you like the last one in the crew to have a... Like, why is that like an insult? Why is that a bad thing that I was talking about? You waited a long time. You're damn right. And if it was... Hell, I, I keep saying if it was up to me, but no, it was up to me. If I had any common goddamn sense, I would have waited longer than that. Because my plan was to be married when I had my first child. Not to just be having some, you know, nigga I'm dealing with. Like, I like you, but I don't really like you like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't even that ain't even the move for me. <sighs> this baby mama, baby daddy shit, daddy, I ain't even built for that life. Like, that ain't even me. I really just want to forget about your ass, but then every time, every time, you know, me and my baby daddy get into it, and I be wanting to block his number, I have to think about my child, like, damn, I can't really block his number, because she's too young to get the phone herself, you know what I'm saying, or for me to buy her a phone, and her, um, you know, call him herself, or him call her, so until she gets to that age where they can have their own line of communication, I have to be the centerpiece for, <coughs> oh, excuse me, for them coming together in their relationship. And it's so annoying when you get into it with the motherfucker and you just be wanting to block their ass, but then you think about your baby and you like, I can't. So I'm a chill. So then you just go like three weeks without talking to the nigga. But anyway. Don't go three weeks, okay? Don't do me. Don't don't be like me, kids. Don't make the decisions I made. <laughs> but let me tell y'all what I learned after finding out I was pregnant. I went through a lot during my pregnancy. Um, overall, um, up until I got to like the seven and a half month mark. Well, let me take that back. Up until I got to the seventh month mark. Um, my health, my pregnancy was pretty healthy. I wasn't having any issues. All my tests were coming back like normal and negative and things like that. So I, my pregnancy was like, other than the fact that I was being sick all the time, I was literally throwing up and stuff all the time. Other than that and feeling tired, um, I had a pretty smooth pregnancy up until, you know. So anyway, let me start from the beginning. What is wrong with me? <laughs> All right, so how I found out I was pregnant. Okay, so this was back in 2018. This was in October, sometime in October. So, oh my gosh, it's been two years. But uh, anyway, so this one week, I was 
I don't know. I was just really tired. Now, mind you, at the time, I got to spill out all the circumstances. <laughs> 2018, when I came back home from college, I came back home that May. Um, that August, I ended up getting a second job. My plan was to quit my other job and just work one job since the job that I had was full time. But then, like, something happened and something told me, like, don't quit your other job just yet. And I'm glad I didn't because of the way things ended up working out. But so something happened and told me, don't quit your job right now. So I was working two jobs. Let me tell you my schedule, sis. I would go to one job because I talked to my manager and he was able to like change my schedule and stuff. So I would have to get up. I had to be at my first job at 545 in the morning. Get off at 145 in the afternoon go get something to eat have to be to my second job at 3 p.m and i didn't get off until midnight and do it all over again the next day so i literally spent all day and all night at work (coughs) with that small break in between that was hella stressful and crazy on my body I started feeling exhausted or at least I thought I was feeling exhausted I started feeling really really tired Uh, one morning I was getting ready it was this one morning I only had to work one job so I didn't have to be to work until uh, I think three o'clock that afternoon but anyway I was up like getting ready to get dressed because I had like some errands to run I was trying to take advantage of all the time I had before I had to go to work Cause I didn't get that many days like that where I could just run errands and shit and like do other shit that I needed to do outside of work. So <clears throat> one morning I was getting ready and I was in the bathroom and I was brushing my teeth and I ended up throwing up. Um, I didn't think nothing of it at the time because I was brushing my teeth. So I'm thinking I threw up because I was brushing my teeth, you know, my gag reflex. So it didn't correlate that that was morning sickness because I didn't really feel sick at the time. Like I didn't feel like, like I was about to throw up. So that was that one time. And then I noticed like maybe two days later, same thing happened again. I was like, what the hell? This ain't ever happened to me before. And then I noticed when I got to work, I was just so tired and I literally could be sitting down and just fall asleep out of nowhere. And I was just like, why am I so fucking like, I know I'm only getting a couple hours of sleep. I know that, but my body had gotten so used to it. When I'm on my little break, when I get off at 145, don't have to be in my next job at three o'clock. And then the jobs weren't that far apart from each other either. I, I forgot to throw that in. So I would sit in the parking lot of my job sometimes and take a fucking nap. Or when I was at my second job, we had an hour lunch break. I would spend the first 30 minutes of my lunch break eating and stuff and probably like watching videos and shit on my phone. And then I would spend the last 30 minutes sleep. And I would set the timer and shit on my phone to wake me up, you know, when it's time for me to clock back in. 
But yeah, I would sleep during my breaks. So, you know. Because I couldn't just be sitting up there drinking Red Bull all goddamn day. Like, that shit wasn't going to work. I would have been bouncing off the people's ceiling. Sorry, I had to drink some orange juice. Um, so anyway, as the week went on, I noticed I was getting tired. Then in the mornings, I would feel sick. I'm like, damn. But for some reason, I just kept saying to myself, I cannot be pregnant. I'm just tired. My body is just tired. That's all that is. I'm just tired. So my ass... That Sunday, um, I went on my lunch break that Sunday. Oh my gosh, y'all. I went to Moe's to get something to eat. And I had this burrito. That burrito was so good, y'all. It was so good. I hadn't had moles since I was pregnant because of this. But I wasn't even halfway through the burrito. Like, I wasn't even full yet, y'all. And I started feeling like I was about to puke. So I got up. I wrapped my food and stuff up. Went to the bathroom and stood over the toilet. I was like, oh, my God. Like, why do I feel so sick? Why do I feel sick? I haven't even finished eating my food. Like, oh my goodness. I was getting so frustrated. <laughs> and um, so I was like, I didn't throw up. It um, kind of went away. The sensation or whatever kind of went away. So then I walked back to my table and I was like, Man, what is going on with me? So I kept drinking like juice and water and stuff to try to, you know, keep myself feeling all right. So I get back to work from my lunch break and I'm texting my baby daddy telling him, <coughs> oh, that sounds nasty. I'm texting him, telling him that when I get off work, I was going to go and get a pregnancy test. And he was like, wow, what's wrong? And I was like, I've been feeling sick all week. I threw up a couple times this week, and then I felt like I was about to throw up just now at lunch. And he was like, okay. So just, like, let me know, you know, what you're going to do or whatever when you get off. So I said, okay. So I went... I got off, I went to the store, got a test, came back to the house. I took that first test. Baby, that shit, the lines, the two lines came up. I was like, oh no. Oh no, something's wrong with this test. I gotta get, um, I gotta get the digital kind, the kind that either say yes or no, or pregnant or not pregnant my dumb ass because I just didn't believe that I was pregnant I was like this something's wrong with this test so then I asked my sister to come with me to the store I wanted her to come with me for a reason so we in the car and I told her why I wanted her to go to the store with me I said I'm going to get a pregnancy test because I think I might be pregnant 
she was like, oh, yeah, we're having a baby. I said, oh, my gosh, you excited? She was like, yeah, that's another thing that shocked me, too. The amount of support I got after I started telling everybody. Because, honestly, I thought that my family was going to talk so much shit when I told them. That's why it took me so long to tell all of my family that I was pregnant. It took me a while. I found out I was pregnant in October 2018. I didn't start telling my family until November. Um, I told my grandma first. Um, oh, and I'm gonna tell y'all how I did everybody. Okay. So anyway, back to the story about the test. So me and my sister go to, so she getting all geeked up and stuff talking about, oh, she would be happy if I was pregnant. I was like, damn, really? So that kind of made me feel a little better about having to take another test. Like, okay, so maybe it won't be so bad if this one comes back positive. So, I get two more tests, y'all. I take two more tests. I took another one with the line. It This one had the plus sign. And then I had another one that said yes or no. And I still got the pictures in my phone that I took of the pregnancy test. One said yes, the other one had the plus sign. I was like, oh my gosh. I got like a, a hot flash <laughs> when I... When I see it, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm pregnant. I felt like I was going to pass out, sis. Like, straight fall to the goddamn flow. Somebody going to be picking me up out this motherfucker. Like, oh my gosh. I am pregnant. I didn't even think I could get pregnant. Because earlier that year, I was dealing with, um... Like, PC, PCOS, like, symptoms and stuff. Like, my hormones is all out of whack. I was dealing with that, going back and forth to the doctor, um, getting medicine and shit to literally... Because my period had not come on for, like, three months. I had... For the first three months of the year of 2018, I did not have a period. I ended up having to go to the doctor about that shit, and that's when they told me. That's what they thought I had. <laughs> And then I was, like, gaining a lot of weight at this time. Like, all the symptoms the lady was calling out, I was experiencing all of those things when she was telling me what PC um, OS was. I was like, damn. So at that point, and with women who have that usually do have difficulty getting pregnant, so I just knew for a fact that I wasn't pregnant. But, bitch, I was. I definitely was. Um... God say you may be dealing with this, but I'm finna put this little bun in your oven real quick. So you finna stop playing with me. And I was at a completely different time in my life. It's amazing what two years can do, how you can change so much in two years. Because I'm not the person I was. Everything I went through, I look back at that shit now and I smile instead of looking at it with regret. Thinking I made so many mistakes. Everything happened exactly the way it's supposed to happen. I gave up on my dreams and then gained new ones on top of the, you know, believing in the old ones again. So now a bitch can't be stopped. Okay. And y'all listening to me on my podcast. Like, I feel like this right here is going to take me to a whole nother level. But anyway, that, that ain't even about this. Anyway. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to tell my mama tomorrow my mama wasn't at the house at the time 
when um I took my test. So I told my baby daddy, his stupid ass didn't believe that the shit was positive. Talking about what that mean, you not pregnant. Bitch, you don't see the one at the top that says yes? What the fuck? You think they playing? You think it's saying yes, LOL? Or yes, just kidding? No, it means I'm pregnant, stupid ass. So anyway, he, uh, oh, that him. The next day, my mom was up getting ready for work. I go in there. I take my phone, I pull up the picture of the pregnancy test. At this point, the pregnancy tests are up. I still have them, by the way. Um, Because I found out that once your pregnancy test is positive, it never goes away. But if it's negative, it like like shuts off after a while. But if it's positive, it will always say positive. It's been two years and those pregnancy tests still say positive. That's crazy. So... I'm keeping them to put in a scrapbook. But anyway, the next day, I show her the picture. She said, is that you? I said, yeah. She was like, she handed me the phone back, and she said, good luck. I was like, oh, my God, girl. I was about to break down. Like, she don't support me, man. Promise. I like Girl. About to do the whole whole theatrics, but anyway. So I was like, "Oh my God, what do you mean?" And she was like, "Um, I told her I thought about not going through with the pregnancy. I'm just gonna be all the way honest, y'all. I thought about not going through with the pregnancy." And she was like, "Why?" I said, you think I should? She was like, yes. So, she ended up leaving for work. Then after she got to work, she texted me and she said, I will stand behind you 100% on whatever you decide. But I just want you to think about it and pray about it first. Then she sent another text and was like, but let me know what you decide so I can start planning for my first grandbaby. And in that instant, I was like, I'm going to keep my baby. All because the person that meant the most to me was supporting me. So I no longer care what nobody else thought. You know, I'm like, as long as my mama got my back. And she still does to this day, child. Um, As long as my mama got my back, I I don't care what nobody else has to say. But everybody surprised me when it came to me having a baby. They were all so supportive. So thank y'all so much. I can't believe it. (laughs) But I don't know. I think I was treating it like... I was a teenager getting pregnant instead of a 25-year-old woman. But I was like, I was looking at the fact that I wasn't where I needed to be and like to be having no goddamn kid. I'm still living with my moms, like trying to get a plan. I was trying to get up on my feet, which is why I was working two jobs. I was trying to make extra money, you know, to move out and shit. A bitch. Then I ended up having a baby. And then other things ended up setting me back. You know, I had other like personal things going on that caused me to unfortunately lose a lot of money and 
it caused me to have to stay here even longer. But it's cool, though, because everything is coming to me in the time that it's supposed to. <laughs> Can't wait to talk more about that later. Um, so anyway, on with the story. So for a while, it was just me, my sister, my mom, my brother, <coughs> and my baby daddy that knew about my pregnancy. <coughs> um, I didn't tell my daddy right away because I wasn't sure how he was going to react. I didn't want him to say something that was going to piss me off. So I was like, I'm going to wait. He was the last person I told. I'm going to tell y'all that story, too. So, I told my grandma, I want to say it was either right before or right after Thanksgiving. It was in November, I remember that. I went, me and mama, well, I convinced my mama, because she didn't want to come with me to tell my grandma, because she didn't know how she was going to react. I was like, man, come on, mom. So I tried to go with me. We went to her house. I was like, hey, grandma. She was like, hey. She was sitting on the sofa. And I just walked over to her. I turned on the light. But she was sitting there. And I handed her my sonograms. And she had to put on her glasses. She was like, what this is? You expect that? I was like, yeah. She was like, oh. She started laughing. I was like, what? You're laughing? She was like, yeah, it's about time our family, you know, start growing again. Because, you know, my cousin was the first person to have, you know, a great-grand. But for a while, it wasn't looking like we wasn't going to have no more. Because I wasn't having none. My sister ain't having none yet. So, it's, you know, and he's five now. So, <laughs> my grandma was like, you know, yeah, we need some more. You know, our family needs to expand. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So she was like, oh, that's why you been eating up everything. I was like, yeah, because my appetite was like, in the beginning, it was kind of iffy because I was sick so much. I was bringing back up so much of my um, food. It was ridiculous. But anyway, moving on. Um, who was the next person I told? My cousin. She had came over. We had watched her son one night while she was at work. She came out. She had got off work, came in. She was sitting in the living room talking with my grandma. I did her the same way I did my grandma. I went in the living room, showed her the sunny grounds. She was looking. She was like, oh, my gosh. And then you, I was like, yes. Yeah. So she was like, oh, my gosh. So she got so excited. I was jumping up and down. It was hugging me and stuff. So and she loves my daughter, too. And Zoe loves her, too. So, it's, it's you know, support. Like, just, y'all just amazed me. And, I don't know, it really warmed my heart to see, like, the people that I was closest to really just, I don't know, just really welcome in, you know, my pregnancy and my child. And they didn't badger me or bash me about it. So anyway, and you know what I also thought was funny? How um nobody asked me about my baby daddy until 
months later on, like literally I have been pregnant. I had found out I was pregnant. And I want to say after I went to the doctor to like confirm it and all that stuff, it wasn't until after I heard the baby's heartbeat that my mama asked me, so who is the baby daddy? <laughs> Up until that point, she didn't even think about who the baby daddy was. She was just like excited and making plans for the baby. So I told her who it was. And she was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. I had him coming by the house when, um, of course, throughout my pregnancy and stuff. But most of the time, um, she wasn't there when he came by. So, that's why she didn't know. But, oh, well, and I'm extremely private. And that's another thing that I was kind of ashamed of about being a single parent. Because I don't ha- get the opportunity or have the ability to really, um, I don't know. Like, I wanted the person that I had a child with. I wanted to be able to do everything with them and to be public with them. But in my situation, and especially because we're not together, um, it wouldn't be smart for me to be posting anything about him publicly especially not pictures so that's why I'm like I can't wait till I get married and and it's not all about like posting for social media I don't want to give off the wrong impression it's not about posting but for me it's about the relationship part of it like just knowing that I have a family like a real family family and I think that's what everybody really wants um it hurt that I'm basically starting my family without my husband. You know, that shit breaks my heart sometimes thinking about it, but that's basically what it is. I've started my family without my spouse. And that's not what I tried to do. So, uh, anyway, on to my daddy. He was the last one I told. <coughs> I called that nigga on Christmas Eve. At this point, I will... Shit, how far along was I? I don't know. I forgot. I was further along, though, because I was going on nine weeks when I found out I was pregnant. So, when I found out in October, like early October. So, you do the math. Christmas Eve. So I call him. What did I say to him? What did I say? I said something about how did I how did he feel about having a grandchild or something like that? He was like, by who? I said me. Who else? The person you talking to. And it was like a pause. And he was like, girl, you almost made me drop this food. <laughs> he was like, you for real? I was like, yeah. He was like, you got to, um, I was supposed to come over there or whatever. So we could talk. I was like, okay. So I went over there. And he didn't even let me tell my damn grandma myself. He had already told her 
before I got over there. So I go in the kitchen. She in the kitchen talking about something. So how far along are you? I'm like, damn, I ain't even get to tell her myself. I wanted to tell her. So I told her how far along I was. I can't remember. I told her how far along I was. And then she was like, oh, then my daddy was like, how long have you known you was pregnant? I was like, since October. It was like, you're just not telling me. I was like, yeah, I didn't know how you was going to react. So I had to take my time. And um, he was like telling me he was proud of me and stuff like that. So yeah, nobody reacted the way that I thought they would, which is a great thing. I thought it was all going to be negative bullshit, but it wasn't. It was the opposite. It was all love, and my baby is well loved, even though she's a fucking brat. Sorry, but she's a brat. <laughs> a message. Oh, let me tell y'all what I learned being pregnant. Let me tell you something. Me having my child, and especially her being a little black girl, that shit did something to my spirit at the time. Cause I had I remember I had this real talk with myself. And I was like, you have to stop trying to be this this ideal woman and become her, bitch. You have to become her. <laughs> because your daughter is gonna look up to you and she's gonna start modeling her life after you until she gets old enough to really think on her own and really do her own thing but growing up she's going to be modeling everything she does after you and if she see you constantly stutter stepping and you scared to go after shit you scared to chase your dreams you scared to um to open yourself up to love and have a family and be like really vulnerable with somebody she's gonna think that that's okay for her to do and i'm not having it i want my child to be better than me so I have to be a better me to get her at the stepping stones of being better than me. You see what I'm saying? You got to step it up for your kids. Because they watch everything you do. They know shit even when you think they're not paying attention. And them kids know. <coughs> Excuse me. They pick up on habits, patterns, all that shit. This podcast will come out a few minutes late today but it's all good I'm, I'm speaking some real shit right now but yeah I had to really have a talk with myself that's why when it came across my mind again to do this podcast I said fuck it let's do it fuck it can't hurt it ain't costing me nothing but my time it can't fucking hurt and if that means a new set of people get to hear my voice, that's that's really going to fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with that. Because I'm all about connecting with my people now. Like, I love my... I've grown to have so much more of an appreciation for my people. Yeah, we do a lot of fucked up shit. But a lot of that shit that we do, it's like what we're conditioned to do. You know? We got a lot of unlearning to do in our community. Once that process starts happening with a lot of us, and a lot of us are starting to wake up, we starting to wake the fuck up. That's why so much shit is happening. And they coming down so hard on us 
because they don't want us to wake up. They want us to stay brainwashed. They want us to stay, you know, just small minded, not wanting to educate ourselves, not wanting to read. That's what they want because they know the power that we hold when we come together and we do our shit and we stop bullshitting and making excuses. We are some powerful beings, I'm trying to tell you. And with me being a black woman, having a little black woman, I don't want her just falling for anything in this life. I don't want her falling for none of the bullshit people going to come at her with. <sighs> Whatever she wants to do, I'm behind her 100%. Okay? I'm here even when I'm not here. I feel like I have to be that for her. I want my child to have more than a chance. You know what I'm saying? I want to be the, the type of support my mom gave me my entire life and is still giving me. I want to be that for my daughter. I'm so grateful to my mom for her being my backbone for so long. Because she helped me through so much. Even when she was down, when she was stressed and, you know, at her lowest, she still found a way to help her kids. So, I don't give a damn what nobody say. I love my mama. She gets on my nerves sometimes, too. Yeah, we get on each other's nerves. But, ain't nobody finna fuck with my mama. Period. Alright, this gonna be the longest podcast, sis. Longest podcast. But anyway, to wrap up, being a single parent, it's hard, but we does this shit and we do it effortlessly, ladies effortlessly ladies if you're feeling discouraged if you're feeling overwhelmed stressed out about being a single parent listen it's hard but you know it's all worth it in the end and don't let society make you feel bad for having to be a single parent because everybody's situations ain't the same don't let nobody try to tell you how to raise your child. You do what's best for you and your kids. If you ain't hurting them kids, okay, they ain't hurting themselves. Do your shit, sis. Fuck it. Um, I love y'all so much. Share my shit. Share, share, share. On social media, tag me if you following me. I will repost. Listen to me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. And, of course, right here on the Anchor app, okay? I love you guys so much. Follow me on Instagram and Snapchat at GG underscore Neil. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel at GG Neil. And thank you so much. I love you guys. Bye.